0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct, consistency, creativity, culture. Losing my sight, losing my mind, wish somebody would tell me I'm fine.
1: Damn, that's scary
0: dude you're totally right that movie is so fucking good and it has no right being as good as it is one of the best right dude i remember seeing that in the theaters and just absolutely loving it like i actually thought it was going to be shitty but it turned out being amazing it had one of the best openers ever with robert england's dialogue talking about how when he was alive he was a little bit naughty,
2: uh, but now that he's yeah, now that he's dead, he's something that nightmares are made of. That scene where uh, Jason just Richard Pryor's his way through a fucking cornfield. Oh, just, just doing crazy. so much cocaine, lighting everybody up. He's swinging his machete around, just everything's on fire. He ruins that high school keg party fucking yoked up that jack black looking motherfucker there is a jack black motherfucker in that movie and there was also a jason muse motherfucker in that movie
0: i what of like the main takeaways from this movie is that we have the chick from ginger snaps completely naked in it and she is so fucking hot
2: oh hell yeah
0: those canadian breasts are phenomenal fueled by bacon oh yes canadian bacon starring yeah. uh, john candy
2: canadian bacon is a lie
0: it is. It's fucking ham. Get over yourselves, canada
2: But this movie, actually, it's, it should have started a trend, and I wish it would have, of uh, versus titles.
0: You know what? You'd think it would have because of the amount of money it made, and usually Hollywood, they piggyback off the success of something along those
2: lines. And yeah, I agree, Greg. We should have had a trend of versus movies. I wish this would have opened the door to just a series of major franchise versus major franchise.
0: Like, like Leprechaun versus Chucky.
2: Totally. Uh,
0: Leatherface versus Pinhead.
2: I mean, Snake Plissken versus Jack
0: Burton. That'd be fun.
2: Absolutely. Pumpkinhead versus Rawhead Rex. BJ versus The Bear. Britney Spears versus her dad. Magic Johnson versus HIV. Kanye West versus God. Conan versus The Barbarians. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. George Lucas versus a seven-gallon tub of Taco Bell nacho cheese. Speaking of cheese, blue cheese versus ranch. Oh hell yeah! The people versus O.J. Simpson. Whoopi Goldberg versus Barbara Walters. Stephen Hawking versus a flight of stairs. Greg versus Micah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're damn damn scary. scary. That might be the best we've ever done that intro
0: Probably ever, we were on point and on top of each other Just like the way we would be if we were in the same fucking state You don't want to see our hands where our hips be at my name is Micah, I'm coming out of Reno, Nevada, over there in Buffalo, New York, we got fucking this handsome face man that I just want to fucking sit on his face with my raw. Yeah, so if you didn't fucking figure this out, Greg went back and rewatched Freddy vs. Jason, which is definitely a classic, and if you hate that movie, chances are you hate fun and you hate freedom.
2: I couldn't word that better myself. Mm-hmm. That is one of the one of the greatest iterations in both series. Who won? The audience won.
0: The audience won. Yeah, we've we got wanna, a winner. I don't
2: want to get too deep into that ending because everybody knows all the fucking possibilities. But what we all got those alternate endings was yeah. Jason walking into the lake holding Freddy's head. He winks at you. It's cheeky. It's fun. It's a good time, man. Fucking great. You know who great won? Great fucking movie. Ma Voorhees.
0: Of course she did. She always wins. Pamela always comes out on top.
2: Yeah, she does.
0: Yeah, right? I fucked that headless corpse all fucking night. Come on, Betsy.
2: You know what? Those turtleneck sweaters really do it for me. That's, that's one thing I learned from watching those movies.
0: It's like, hey, what you got underneath that gray turtleneck sweater? That,
2: that thick, bulky, gray turtleneck.
0: Yeah, Leads come on over. a lot
2: to the imagination, Mrs.
0: Come for- on over here, Mrs. Voorhees. Oh. I'll show you a good time. Beautiful. Come on, Pamela, I'll give you a baby that'll come out of your vagina this time and not your asshole the way Jason did.
2: I believe what you're referring to is Jason number two. <laughs> oh,
0: ho, ho, ho. You know, he had a machete in his hand all fucked up. Oh my god, his head is twice the size of the average baby's. Jason was probably a water birth, which is kind of ironic if you ask me.
2: Right? Very, yeah. very clever, I like that. Can you imagine um,
0: Jason breastfeeding
2: off of Pamela? Mm. I never really paid close attention to that first movie, but did you notice Pamela walking with a significant limp? Yeah, because Jason fell out of her asshole. <laughs> Just irreparable damage from that birth. Hey, did you check out anything else this week, Greg? Well, I watched Jason vs. Freddy. You sure did. <laughs> which is uh, this, the unofficial sequel to Freddy vs. Jason. and this one is just a big old porno starring ma vorhees and uh the two of us
0: oh that's great dude i I had a chance to check out fatal exam which is on shutter it came out in 1990 this movie is a blast but the only way to watch this movie is rip shit high okay it is not a good film but you can make it good by altering your state of reality
2: I think it's a principle that applies to just about anything really um, yeah that, yeah okay sure life getting you down try marijuana
0: or other type of mind-altering substances whatever it doesn't have to just be like
2: right at marijuana Greg. can we get a sponsorship from drugs we, <laughs> nothing gets you higher to, than like, drugs can we talked to big pharma this episode of damn that
0: scary is brought to you by xanax
2: I'm hey, in my car
0: Dude, I had a chance to check out this one movie that came out last year. I've been kind of putting it off, and I finally watched it. It is called Bloody Hell. Have you heard anything about Bloody Hell? Uh, no. Do tell. Bloody Hell is so goddamn fucking good. There's a monster in the woods. It takes place in America, then goes to Finland. (laughs) It's violent. It's fun. It's clever. It's witty it keeps your attention the entire time it's an hour and a half long it just it goes by so fast the pacing is perfect the editing is perfect the acting is fucking phenomenal i cannot recommend bloody hell enough it follows a gentleman that kind of takes matters into his own hands when he's inside of a bank that is getting robbed by some bad fucking dudes he kill he ends up killing all the bank robbers he ends up getting uh 8 years in prison even though he was a fucking hero while he was in prison he threw a spitball at a map and it was Finland uh, and he said to himself when he gets out of there he's going to go to Finland he goes to Finland he gets taken uh, Liam Neeson style and he ends up tied up in a basement he wakes up and he's missing a leg but the big thing in the movie is, is that he's a little little cuckoo and he keeps having conversations with himself Hakuna it's okay. really fucking good, Greg. And I cannot recommend uh, this enough to you. Is he talking to the phantom leg? No, not the phantom leg. He it's it's him. It's himself. Like he has conversations with himself. It's kind of like a Deadpool comic.
2: I feel like he, he took a little bit of a chance there with that spitball. He I was gonna say he may have gotten lucky going to Finland, but it turns out it took a little bit of like a hostile turn.
0: Yeah, you think you're gonna go to Finland and fuck a bunch of uh, uh over six foot big titty blonde wenches, but instead you end up tied up in a basement waking up missing a leg.
1: Ah oh, shit. Uh,
0: I better do this again.
1: Oh,
2: that movie actually sounds pretty good, man. I, I would oh. love to check that out
0: bloody hell you absolutely have to it came out in january 2021 so it's just a year old i cannot recommend this movie enough it was it is. so is this fucking good one of the
2: streaming services or where can we see this
0: I, I mean you could rent it from amazon prime or you right. could
2: find it so we can find this film anywhere where pirate ships are sold you could do that or you could do the right thing and rent
0: it from Amazon Prime. Because Before as of now, there's...
2: Low budget horror, everybody. Give them your money. Please.
0: Yes, yes. You know what? Give low budget horror your money. Watch this movie. Bloody hell. So good. I like that finish uh,
2: twist that it's got. That's unusual.
0: Well, I mean, you and I, we would like to finish each other's sentences. So uh, let's uh, finish this one. And why don't you say we go right into the news, my friend?
2: Hold on, I'm still, I'm still waiting to finish your sentence. I forgot to actually do that. Ah, you fucking cock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just heard a story about a, a, somebody that was playing Rocky in a Rocky Horror Picture Show on like a, like a play thing. Okay, He was covering himself in body glitter, right? So they, he would wash those little yellow trunks, but glitter was inside of it, and he was wearing it during rehearsal, and the glitter got into his foreskin. <laughs> and kind of caused a little abrasion by little abrasion i guess his whole head just like got ripped to shit yeah that
2: glitter uh, can have a it can have a sharp edge
0: dude yeah that's like edge of the axe style man glitter is no joke that is the herpes of the craft world
2: that is the bane of the ector
0: all right so speaking of butt fucking patrick wilson is back in insidious five okay Yeah, thank fucking God, because we haven't seen Patrick Wilson in Insidious since Insidious Part (laughs) 2, I want to say. We need more of
2: these uh, more Christian superhero movies.
0: No, 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 you're thinking of The Conjuring. Isn't that, wait, who's in that?
2: Isn't that Patrick Wilson?
0: Yeah, he's in that too.
2: Why is Patrick Wilson in everything?
0: Because he's the James Wan of this fucking shit, man. He's also gonna, he's gonna end up in Sinister.
2: Was he not in that?
0: No, that was Ethan Hawke.
2: God damn it, why am I confusing Patrick Wilson for every actor and everything? (laughs) He's got one of those faces. I
0: would pick Insidious over The Conjuring any day because I cannot stand that Christian superhero bullshit.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm glad that he's branching out. He's doing something else.
0: People that like The Conjuring series don't know what the fuck they're talking about.
2: Well, there's actually, there's a lot of people out there that think that that is a true story. like, uh, they were con artists. Like, if you
0: just Google them... You'll see that they fucking made up everything about Amityville and got fucking rich off of that shit. Everything they did was a con and a hack. And people could do the whole like, oh, well, they were going in and debunking hauntings. And yes, they did that. But for every 10 debunkings they did, they were like, hey, this one's pretty good. We can make a lot of money off of this.
2: Yeah, their name so wasn't that... even actually Warren. What was it? There's Johnson. I don't believe you. They're called the Johnsons. Mm, you're going with a penis joke. I mean, you can interpret that however you want to, but you know, Greg, grow the fuck up, man. Well, then
1: why are you laughing, Mister Larry Johnson?
0: Johnson,
2: Johnson.
1: We've got Johnson here.
0: My big black Johnson. 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 Thank
1: you, oh, Mister Johnson. It is a long, smooth shaft. <laughs>
0: yeah that's uh, uh we're getting a new insidious five patrick wilson is super stoked to be back do it he said that lynn shay is going to be involved somehow but i don't know if she's going to be dead or a ghost or just in a flashback i don't fucking know
2: any relation to lao shay from the indiana jones series
0: They're brother and sister apparently
2: Nice try, Lin Shay.
0: Goodbye. good jokes.
2: This goes off on a couple weeks
0: ago that you were, you told a story about going back and rewatching Goosebumps, Greg.
2: Oh yeah. Quite a, quite a thrilling story. I remember that one.
0: Yeah. No one gives a shit, nope. uh, but uh, Disney, uh, Disney plus has picked up 10 episodes of a new original Goosebumps series. Okay. Which I guess is going to follow along the lines of the movies in that the Goosebumps books are actually books, and they get released into the real world. And five fucking middle school kids have to save the day all fucking uh, Stranger Things style.
2: Because this worked so well for the scary stories to tell in the dark.
0: That movie had so much potential, Uh-huh. and fuck did it
2: suck. But instead they tried to make it meta, yep. which very rarely works. If it didn't work for The Matrix, how's it going to work for Goosebumps?
0: You know what it fucking works for? It works for the Scream franchise. Which, uh, against what what I and a lot of people in the horror community wanted, I I imagine maybe you're with me on this, they're making a Scream 6.
2: I feel like that last one probably wrapped it up nicely, but... It did. We could do 6, I mean... Now, last week, if you go back and listen to episode
0: 69, probably uh, – what would you say, Greg? Was that our greatest episode?
2: Easily our best
0: episode, yeah. Easily. I talked about how emotional I got watching Scream 5 and that it was the perfect <laughs> way to yeah. wrap up the series. did, yeah. I did, and I'm, I'm – whatever. And I – yes, the editing uh, uh, that you came off with was a little insensitive. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're a pussy. It was very insensitive and my feelings were hurt. Uh, but that's okay. Whatever. You see this right here on my wrist? That's from you. Wait, what was that? Uh, show me that again real quick. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so anyways, we're going to get a Scream 6. <laughs> I, I already forgot the fucking guy's name, because who fucking cares? Wes Craven isn't doing it. The guy that did Scream 5 isn't doing this one. Uh, it's the guy that did... You remember that movie Project X about the high school kid that throws that epic party?
2: I do, actually.
0: Yeah, he's going to be in charge of Scream 6.
2: I'm kind of okay with that. Action. I'm not, dude. This is Project X was like it was sort of a pointless movie, but it wasn't badly directed. You, you, you know are what I'm saying? about that. Like, no, I, he, he might yeah. be able to handle it. Mike. I don't be. know what his name was. Ephraim Q Wolfgang. Let's see. Ah, uh, Jorgen
0: Furgenstein.
2: Yeah, that's a cool name too. Yeah, um, Jorgen? Yeah, Jorgen. If Jorgen can handle something like Project X, which is a very unconventionally formatted, just very different paced movie. Okay. I feel like that takes a little bit of directing talent to do something that strange.
0: What I'm worried about is is um where the franchise is going to go from here. I mean, it's been like 11 fucking years since Scream 4. Oh, it's uh, going to be
2: Scream the next generation.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah which immediately probably. makes it
2: stupid. So they'll be starting from a negative, no matter what. And also,
0: like, what is this? Because the new Scream movie is just called Scream. It's not called Scream 5, which is very confusing to me. I hate that shit a lot. I'm just glad um, they didn't
2: go with The Scream. Because that seems to be the trend lately.
0: It does, doesn't it? Or The Screaming. Yeah. Starring Mark Wahlberg.
2: Or their younger brother with a club foot, Daryl Wahlberg.
0: I think his name was actually Hugo Wahlberg. and he, he kept him in an sense. attic.
2: He's the one that smashes all the beef at the Wahlburgers. <laughs> just put him in the back. They're like, pound the meat, Daryl. And he just grunts. <laughs> 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 Tim Wahlberg, the meat man.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Scream should have ended there. But now it's at that point where it's not going to – I feel like because it's a year difference between the two, Uh it's not going to be about story. I think this is going to be a cash grab now. They look at the dollar signs. The Scream movie made a bunch of fucking money, so they're going forward with another one.
2: But You know what I always say. Who gives a shit?
0: You've been saying that for years, Greg.
2: Yeah. Let's just not see Scream 6.
0: No, I will. I'm gonna see it. I love Scream. I love the Scream franchise. I just think yeah. this was the great... I think this last Scream movie was the best way to fucking wrap it up.
2: You gotta know when to quit, Hollywood. You gotta know when uh, when enough's enough.
0: You gotta know when to hold him, you gotta know when to fold him. Correct. But I guess uh, some good news, Greg. Oh, okay. Now, uh, this, this March, we will not be doing Tro March. We have a different... A different thing in store oh, uh God. but one of the movies that i thought about doing uh for troll march was surf nazis must die and i decided against it
2: actually, it's probably better than some of the ones we actually covered
0: it definitely is it's definitely way better than uh, i'm gonna say every one of them except for father's day surf nazis must die is an absolute fucking classic and it'll it's finally being released on blu-ray february 8th and it is loaded with extras dude
2: and Whoopi goldberg still does not believe that it exists (laughs) surf nazis got me fired coming february
0: well hey going from surf nazis must die coming out on blu-ray i got some more good news man terry cruz is gonna be back on another tv show my friend oh i love terry cruz i love him too we all love terry cruz he's great but unfortunately And I'm saying this for me because I will never fucking watch this show because I am so fucking over this bullshit. The show that Terry Crews is coming back to is Tales of the Walking Dead. Another one? Another one. Uh, Yeah.
2: they're, They're still doing this, huh?
0: There is 11 seasons of Walking Dead. There are, like, two other fucking spinoffs. There's going to be fucking movies following Rick Grimes.
2: Of a and now
0: there's another show, Tales of the Walking Dead.
2: I used to really like zombies. I used to really enjoy zombie feature films and zombie media of all shapes and sizes. I still kind of do, but these motherfuckers are doing everything they possibly can to play this shit out. They certainly
0: are. It is I, so
2: oversaturated I, and has been for probably uh, fucking ten years now.
0: Yeah, it, it's been ten years of oversaturation of zombies, and I love that that last season of True Blood, they even kind of played on it a bit. It was a Halloween episode, and I forgot who it was. It was one of the waitresses, the redhead. Oh, Terry was Terry Crews was a zombie mm-hmm. and, uh, was like, oh, I'm a zombie. They're in now. They're more popular than vampires. You know, something along those lines. But
2: Correct. Vampires had their heyday uh, when the Twilight series came out. Oh, absolutely. As we like um, to refer to it as the golden age of vampires. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Sadly, that is long past.
0: Yeah, because, uh, you know, the Lost Boys was clearly the medieval days. Uh, bullshit. Qu- Fuck Queen all. of the Dam, definitely the Renaissance, Man, and, so uh, golden age
2: twilight it was all building up to those sparkly motherfuckers
0: yeah so tales of the walking dead will be coming out there isn't a date set on that yet but terry cruz is cast to be the lead in the show
2: you know if anyone other than terry cruz was involved in this i would give you a big old who gives a shit on that one
0: <sighs> fuck i do want to watch it because i just fucking adore terry cruz he is
2: in entertaining fucking guy man he Please. so is dude when he was in that chris rock show his middle name is charisma terry charisma Cruz. i've talked to his mother she told me that specifically
0: oh, that makes a lot of sense
2: yeah it's on his birth certificate i know actually-
0: you said like zombies is just it's so oversaturated but i did occasionally there is a good movie that, like, you kind of avoid because it's like, I don't
2: want to fucking watch another zombie movie. Yo, I kinda you always just kind of wonder, how is this one going to stand out, though? Or is well, it going to stand out? Did you ever watch Wormwood? Yes.
0: Wormwood 2 is coming out in a couple weeks.
2: Australian zombie horror. Yes. Yeah.
0: A lot of fun. Wormwood is great. It's not your run-in-the-mill zombie movie. It's, it's very like, fucking entertaining.
2: It's like zombie Mad Max, right? If I remember yeah, Absolutely, right. yeah.
0: Wormwood 2 is coming out in a couple weeks And I'm pretty stoked about it
2: I would eat that alive Producers of uh, Wormwood 2 if you're listening I am for sale if you want me to do your catchphrases Wormwood (laughs) 2 I'd eat that alive (laughs) (laughs) I am ready and willing to shill for you Wormwood 2 Call us up or send us an email At Micah426 You know the fucking thing Wormwood (laughs) 2 what are you my
0: dad You kiss like my dad Well Greg I know you're really upset about this but I know what you did last summer. The series that is on Amazon Prime is canceled after one season because the show absolutely
2: sucked. Hi. Yeah. Everything
0: I love. I moved out of Buffalo.
2: I'm fucking dying,
0: man. I know what you did last summer is over. Carrie he fell down a manhole. <laughs> and I guess I'm going to keep the bad uh, the bad news trend going and I would be remiss. Oh, sure. Please do. If if I did not say rest in peace to Paul Kelman. Who played, I don't know if you want to call him the hero or just the final boy in uh,
2: yeah, My I Bloody... Would, I would v- call him either one of those things, sure.
0: Yeah, sure. My Bloody Valentine. He really didn't do a lot of film after My Bloody Valentine. He did a few things here and there. Can I but... you
2: for a second? I thought he actually died on the set of that movie. It's like the Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah. It turns out it was recent, huh?
0: Yeah, he died at the age of 72.
2: All right. Well, R.I.P.
0: Two years younger than our Lord and Savior, Meatloaf.
2: Quick toast to him. What was his name? Fucking uh, Stephen Johnson? Yeah, Paul Kelman. Okay. Here's to you, Paul Kelman. To you, Paul Kelman.
0: (laughs) Well, my friend, I think there's one thing to do before we get to the movie of the day, movie of the week, and that is time to apologize for our transgressions. This again. Yeah, it's kind of our thing, dude. All right, Uh, let's hear that piano. Wonderful. Love it. Thank you. Uh, is, um, that a,
2: is that Twinkle Twinkle Little Star?
0: Yeah, I kind of noticed that, that we went from The Incredible Hulk to Twinkle Twinkle
2: Little Star. What do you call it? Royalty-free? So we don't get sued by Lou Ford, no. Is that uh, public domain music? I would like to go first. Okay. By all means.
0: I would very much like to apologize for the movie that we are reviewing this week. Oh, you son I. Uh, cool. I went back and I, uh, I checked out last week's episode and I have nothing to apologize for that because that episode was fucking perfect. Our best episode. So I want to apologize about the movie we're reviewing this week. First off, our theme this month is Space! Yay! Neither Greg and I have actually watched this movie prior to uh, this week. Nope. And uh, I think the title made us assume that we were going to space. Uh-huh. And it turns out, that we weren't even close
2: we We were here some dude's basement science lab
0: Uh, yeah uh, the kung fu legend continues dad's science lab and the fact that the plot today's movie is harder to follow than a snowflake in a fucking blizzard greg
1: uh,
0: i'm gonna fucking apologize for that too so we did not only go to space and i'm i i don't know how to review this movie I may just fart in the microphone for 90 minutes. I don't know. Well, the
2: thing is, this movie has no plot. No. It has no characters. No. It has no substance. This is not a movie. This is not a... It's not a film. It is not a story that you can consume and enjoy. It's a series of random images with people talking. The misnomer Astro Zombies means literally nothing. You apologize for... The film, I have to say, that was also my apology for this week. I, I hate to double up on you, <laughs> but uh, I am honestly, truly, madly, deeply, uh, sorry that I made you watch Astro Zombies. I was misled by the lyrics of Glenn Danzig into thinking that the song might actually describe the plot of the movie in some way, shape, or form. Because the song's amazing. Burning hands, melting faces... Hearts pumping to death. It's all bullshit. Thanks a lot, Glenn. Uh, That's an hour and a half I could have spent carving a hole in a watermelon and fuck. It's easily one of my favorite Misfit songs. I know yours too. Oh, Um, absolutely. It's the glue that holds my heterosexual relationship with Micah together. Yeah, Um, it is. But a good movie? It is not. So, to everyone who sat through this plotless, goreless, and boobless pile of dog shit, I apologize. Apology accepted. Thank you. I don't, wait, do I say thank you? Yes. I don't know how, how does this work? How do apologies work? Do I thank you for Uh, for accepting my apology? Do I say thank you? I don't know. Normally I don't apologize for things in real life, so.
0: Wait, I think it's this. Ah. Thank you for apologizing.
2: Okay. Okay. Okay, well, let me amend that. I don't apologize. We're about to review this fucking movie, and we're going to kick the shit out of it. Yeah, we're going to kick it right in its dick. We're going to rock your world like Marvin Meatloaf Johnson would have liked us to. The Meatloaf! Yeah, man, we are going to fuck it up. All right, Greg,
0: let's fucking dive into it. Let's go back to 1960 and who gives a fuck. Give us our ragtag list of characters from... Astro-zombies.
2: Here we go. Whoa! Ted B. Michaels classic, 1968. First up, we have Dr. DeMarco. Oh, boy. Who is a mad scientist, a misunderstood genius, a zombie producer, a brain battery tinkerer, and an eighth grade science fair winner. He's also a giant alcoholic. Huge
0: alcoholic. Yeah. Cannot stress that enough.
2: He hits the sauce as much as he hits the books. Yep. Like any good philosopher. The
0: The budget to this movie was $37,000. Perfect. This This character is actually David Carradine and he got $3,000 cash for this role.
2: That's not bad.
0: To basically do fucking nothing.
2: That's 10% of the entire budget almost. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah, and he didn't do shit. He didn't earn it. He did fuck all, dude. (laughs) But he wouldn't be able to do his job without a little character that I called Rasputin. A.K.A. Francho? Yeah. Was was it Francho? Franco? Francho. I don't fucking know. He is a loyal assistant, a mute hunchback, a hair helmet, a kidnapper, and a corpse stealer.
0: He kind of looks like uh, the good and the bad, the ugly, the guy who played the ugly.
2: Yeah, that's not bad
0: I thought it was him, looked it up Turns out, I was wrong Not him, huh? Not him
2: That guy might have wanted a a little bit more of a paycheck Also, this guy
0: was so greasy and so sweaty
2: Yeah, he was uh, perfect for his role as basically the Igor of this film I think he got paid in grease Buckets of it From the grease traps of a piggly wiggly deep fryer Oh, God disgusting (laughs) absolutely so next up we have someone that i just named dennis nedry (laughs) who is a brandy drinker a double agent an audio saboteur a bad friend and a zombie grape monster
0: i'm very confused on what this character actually meant to the movie
2: he's very minor i think he was just meant to be a victim he also got really sweaty Uh uh-huh yeah You'll notice throughout the course of this film, a lot of guys just kind of get sweaty. I think they used the hot lights on set.
0: These are just like grow lamps? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, we had these sitting around in the back of a warehouse. We are just going to use them like spotlights. Uh, You guys might not be real comfortable. You're probably going to get a little bit of a suntan, maybe some minor cancer. I was
0: going to say everyone on set got a tan because they're straight-up UV bulbs.
2: Yep, and they all died young. Um, (laughs) Well... I mean, you're not wrong, so our next character is Dr. Petrovich, who is the only doctor who seems to know anything about science in this movie. That's not true. they all know. He also has a beard, so you know he's the smartest of them all, and that's about it because they do not develop characters in Astro zombies from
0: nineteen sixty eight well there were the there was that
2: one that uh that's all the characters you have nope, there's okay, more. okay. We have Dr. Eric Porter, who is a young scientist, a misogynistic flirt, a smooth operator, a man of action, a useless jackass, and he is a D's get degrees bullshit doctor. Now, I
0: had a lot of trouble figuring out what he was in this movie. You said Mm -hmm. he's a doctor? Supposedly.
2: Was he a doctor or a cop? I think he was a doctor that was enlisted into the police force oh a doctor cop yeah cop doctor
0: Uh, okay very fucking confusing
2: that would make a Uh, great sitcom too
0: what like cop by day doctor by night exactly and this is just to pay off student loans oh uh greg i didn't know if you knew this but james conne actually read for this part
2: i did know that i know everything oh
0: well fuck you then
2: james conne could have been in this movie
0: james Kahn could have been in this movie
2: you know what, he probably wanted too much money. Was that the problem? Yeah, he
0: probably wanted two grand.
2: Yeah, and probably like a catering service or something, and they were just like, nope.
0: Yeah, I think the director was like, hey, you could do it for exposure.
2: So then we have Veronica, who is a girl. She is Porter's lab assistant. She's easily distracted. She's inefficient with company time. She's a weak struggler and a knife receiver. Is she? Yes. She
0: also reminded me of uh, Winona Ryder Uh from Alien Resurrection.
2: Her acting was just as good, but her role was a little bit more brief.
0: I really wanted her to be naked in this movie.
2: One of the many shortcomings of Astro Zombies from 1968 is that uh, there's no nudity. No, there's nudity, but it sucked. Oh, that's right. David Bowie. We'll get to that. It looks a little more like Courtney Love, but okay. So then we have Janine, who is Dr. DeMarco's former lab assistant. She is innocent, kind of naive, she is zombie bait, and she is irresistible to astro men. Oh, I called her Ginger this whole time. That might have been her actual name in the uh, in the credits. I don't really know. Well, here we have Spanish Cher. She is a fembot, a gunslinger. She is a <laughs> cigarette burner, a cold-blooded murderer. She has a plastic face. And is an I Dream of Genie cosplayer.
0: And just like ACDC, she shoots from the hip. the the thrill. blade no to no. kill. No, no singing. <laughs> a little fun fact about this uh, in the movie, her name is Santana.
2: Yeah, and she once shook me all night long. <laughs> we're still doing the ACDC. They were gonna
0: say that she's... I thought we were going to do a Santana approach here and talk about how smooth she is. Oh, there's still time. Because it's just like the (laughs) Yosier. So this, uh, her real name is actually Santana. In the movie, her name is Santana. And a little fun fact about her, my friend. She became a professional stripper. Let me say that again. Professional stripper at the fucking age of 13. Because people
2: in California are disgusting. Not cool, entire state of California. Not cool, bro. Nope. 13, are you serious? That's a fact? Yeah. Come on. Why aren't you in school?
0: Because she was too busy getting paid, brother. So, uh, not only was she in Astro Zombies, but she was also in another fucking classic, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, where she played the lead. That is a fantastic movie. Did you know that was her? I didn't, know. She's very unique looking. I did not realize. Uh, Yeah, just very dead inside looking. Yeah, soulless. She has a uh, a, a very dead aura around her.
2: Innocence lost, I think, is how I would describe it.
0: Oh, okay. Kind of like you at that Piggledy Wiggledy.
2: We were both penetrated into oblivion. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have feelings anymore, and I feel like Santana is much the same thanks to tom jones scourge of the entire state of california and that piggly wiggly in intercourse pennsylvania
0: who you got next player it's
2: been a minute since we brought that up it has it has i'm glad we went back to it also what's not funny about intercourse pennsylvania
0: is there even a piggly wiggly are you making this up
2: they still exist i think so i mean i don't know I haven't been to one since the Brutal Rape. <laughs> Alright, so, last but not least, we have a little character called Fedora, a.k.a. Juan, oh. who is a super spy, a mega pimp, a sleazy dealmaker, a scumbag, a private dick, a hat enthusiast, and probably an internet atheist. I believe Bruno
0: Mars based his life off of this guy because he has <laughs> the same fucking style. Yeah. As one. Is- uh, Greg, I think you left a character out, man. Who did I leave out? You left out Holman.
2: I have no idea who that is because all of these characters blend together to me.
0: He's the guy that isn't John Carradine. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about Wendell Corey. Wendell Corey, who was born back in 1914. Uh, who was a grizzled vet in Hollywood and Broadway. Uh, he played a, uh, oh, God, I don't know if he was a doctor or a fucking cop. I, I I honestly don't fucking know, dude.
2: Everybody in Astro Zombies is a doctor and or a cop. Some of them are doctor cops, some of them are cop doctors, but they all fall under the same category of investigative scientific minds.
0: Okay, well, Wendell Corey played this character of a, uh, I think a cop doctor and uh, this is also Wendell Corey's last film and if you watch this movie which I don't know if any of our listeners have watched this movie or even are going to listen to it after our fucking review of it or watch it after a review of it Wendell Corey is visibly intoxicated in every scene he's in. Well, that's fun.
2: That's a good time.
0: And a year later he actually died of alcoholism with cirrhosis of the liver.
2: Oh, never mind what I just said.
0: Yeah. That's
2: well, you heard it here first. Wendell Corey uh, has a black liver. Played a doctor in this movie. Yep. Good stuff. And I have to say, good on you, Ted V. Michaels, for making a movie called Astro Zombies Ta-da! that neither takes place in space nor contains any actual zombies. They're actually they're really more like cyborgs, right? Uh, you
0: know what I would call this movie, bald humanoids.
2: Okay, that makes more sense. Um, Astro Zombies is such a cool title. It is so fucking cool. You know what? It got us to watch it.
0: Yeah, it did because it did
2: job. we're
0: supposed to be in space and we we're received. not in space.
2: We took a fucking we took a quick detour back to Earth. A little bit of a pit stop for this one.
0: We went to Earth because Sigourney Weaver and Winona Ryder, Ron Perlman, and that one guy without legs crashed in Earth, and we decided to stick with uh, the theme.
2: Yeah, they crashed that ship back into... 1967. Yeah, these these aren't really zombies. They have batteries, they have circuit boards, they have science in their skulls, but at least they are filled with a healthy lust for young women, so great job, Ted. Thanks for that. Why are they attacking these women? I don't have a good answer to that were they programmed to did they just go off the rails did they just i don't know what the actual point of them was uh, so these astro zombies
0: are reanimated corpses that somehow end up looking like the the logo mascot of megadeth <laughs> Okay.
2: and uh,
0: in peace. yeah they look like the rust and peace guy they really do and I, I guess like from what i caught was the first astro zombie was a serial killer Yes, but he was in a
2: car accident, right? No, the second
0: one was in a car accident. There was the second
2: one. They look like the Rust in Peace guy, but they also look like the mask that uh, Tommy Jarvis wear when he's a little kid. Holy shit, yeah. Right? I don't know if that uh, if they were actually trying to make a reference to this in uh, the Friday the 13th franchise, or just coincidence, but... I don't know, and honestly, I don't give a shit. No, it really doesn't matter. Because uh, Ted V. Michaels, he's not super well-known for anything, that anyone Dude, cares about he, he did shot a lot of this... exploitation movies, obviously, did a
0: lot of exploitation films from the 60s.
2: Some get pretty seedy. He's known for such classics as Blood Orgy of the She Devils, yeah, you know you're a big fan of, um, Apartheid Slave Women's Justice, okay, which I know you own the special edition of
0: uh, on Blu ray,
2: and the succinctly named Dr. Sex, which, um, I've actually heard you started so. S.J.R. Zombies was a hotly anticipated film by uh, Mr. Ted V. Michaels. It failed to deliver in every possible way. Uh, Everything
0: from where there's scenes outside that you can't tell who's who. Because the lighting is so bad. There are scenes where it's supposed to be in the middle of the night, but it's clearly shot during the middle of the day. There are random backdrop changes there are scenes that last way too fucking long than they should yep a lot of random dialogue that really goes nowhere and not just a random dialogue a lot of random dial turning that goes yeah. nowhere
2: some science mumbo jumbo that uh you know poor effects poor props poor sets
0: did you ever watch the show angry beavers on nickelodeon did i they have an episode where they're watching schlocky 1960s sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. where they they keep spitting out scientific jargon that doesn't make sense and isn't real.
2: It very well may be that a lot of uh, you know 90s cartoons and later films in the genre have referenced this as uh, a great example of bullshit science fiction that just kind of doesn't go anywhere.
0: What we're getting at is Astro Zombies absolutely suck, so let's just get right to the fucking plot. We got a real pretty girl with an awesome rack driving around a Ford Mustang convertible.
2: Yeah, she pulls into her garage and is immediately attacked by an Astro Zombie. An Astro
0: Zombie!
2: Whoa! With a gardening tool. Yeah, a fucking <laughs> trowel. So yeah, uh, the Astro Zombies can use weapons.
0: Uh, yeah, because apparently they're not zombies and they're not from space.
2: Nope, they're just humanoid, angry, hangry humanoid robo. Uh,
0: uh, underground humanoid,
2: okay. This ain't a chud movie. You're a chud. This transitions immediately into a cadre of tiny robots, celebrating the fact that this woman has been murdered. And it's 45 seconds into this movie, and I already have no idea why things are happening. Why? What? What is going on? What so the, the opening, robots
0: what's the deal with the robots <laughs> i mean come on you just had a woman killed by an
2: astro zombie and you're gonna have a bunch of robots there's those little tanks that shoot sparks when you wind them up
0: the fun 1960s robots where they have all the bunch of dials and shit they look like the danger
2: will robinson robot why is this happening this has no reference to the rest of the film they bookended again at the end i guess but what is this nonsense Like, is this, are the
0: Astro Zombies playing with this? Are the Doctor Cops playing with this? What the fuck is going on?
2: I feel like that little shitty robot falling over and landing on his face is a metaphor for the entire production of this bullshit movie. Oh, yeah. They should have put it in slow motion, and they should have played, like,
1: uh,
2: as it just lands on its face. And that is Astro-Zombies in another <laughs> Yeah, just like a deflating balloon noise.
0: All right, so then after all that bullshit with the fucking robots, we have a, a car crash off the side of a road where a man is hanging out of the window, yep. bleeding to fucking death.
2: And who comes to the rescue? Rasputin. Oh, yeah, sure, Hunchback Rasputin. Yeah, he approaches the car wreck, and he uh- just grabs the, the unconscious body and drags it away. It throws him on his shoulder, drags him off, and it's like,
0: okay, what the fuck is going on? Well, he's very powerful. He just whips bodies
2: around. He takes him wherever he needs to go. At this point in the movie, I have already tapped out. Yep, it's already lost me. Yeah. If you thought this was boring already, we have a nice long, wordy scene of Doctor Petrovich meeting oh, with Doctor Porter, and they are talking to the government.
0: They make up so many fake fucking science-y words. They don't make a lick of fucking sense, man.
2: Well, it's appropriate because they're in the Situation Room, dude. This makes about as much sense
0: as uh, Wolf Bader Ginsburg's fucking licking Ariana Grande's pussy, man. <laughs>
2: Dennis Miller (laughs) I don't mean to go on a rant here This makes about as much sense As uh, one thing that doesn't have anything to do With another thing (laughs) So the government has a lot to say to them But the gist of it is that they are discussing The recent mutilation murders That have been going on Yeah and this is where we have Wendell Corey who
0: plays I don't even fucking know what his name was in the movie But this is where you realize Holy shit This guy is fucking loaded. Uh Uh-huh. He can't open his eyes. He's delivering his lines by saying, So, I think what you're saying is is that the neural parameter toxins of the so-called astro-zombies is met with the metaphysical astronomical plane. Isn't that right, Doctor?
2: No, I have a theory here, and it's that he was paid in liquor. Oh, enough liquor to, uh... Kill him? Uh-huh. He clearly died
0: from shooting this movie.
2: I think he demanded the strong stuff in payment. But yeah. it seems that Dr. DeMarco, who is a colleague of Dr. Petrovich, is under suspicion by the government, and an explanation is requested. We learn that DeMarco was experimenting with brainwaves or some shit, and only Petrovich can explain this to the government.
0: And he explains it very poorly.
2: Yep. They fuck around with the brain for a little bit. And they come yeah. to the conclusion that zombies are both real and incredible.
0: Uh, it took me a minute to realize that this brain was meant to be real. But
2: this is, of course, classified information. This is very I... privileged.
0: Yeah, but this is also done in, like, one of those back rooms at an old country buffet.
2: It's also really stupid. It's, it's like a It's like a rubber prop brain in a fish tank. And they're just kind of poking at it. And they're talking about how uh, through the power of science, DeMarco has been able to reanimate this shit. And yeah, none kind of it's really very convincing. It's they hook
0: still. some electrodes up to it and it starts wiggling because there's a guy underneath the table fucking just
2: bashing it. And you know, at least it's... one of these guys is thinking like, can I fuck this thing? Oh, I mean, I was. There's a possible way I could carve a little hole in that brain.
0: The brain was clearly a Jello mold from one of those molds you get at Party City for Halloween parties.
2: Yeah, it didn't look real. No. Not by a long shot. No. So our next scene is the infamous Dennis Nedry meeting with Spanish Cher in a bar. And he is selling her a stolen tape recording. And the first time I watched this, because I had to rewind it, I did not have any idea what the context of this was.
0: Dude, I literally watched this scene twice, too. I watched it yesterday, and I watched it today because I could not, for the life of me, figure out what the fuck was happening here.
2: I think I know, but I could be wrong here. I think he's selling a tape recording of Dr. DeMarco's research to a bunch of super spies from a different government.
0: Which they don't explain.
2: (sighs) Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, or maybe I just missed it. I don't fucking know. I hate I, this movie. I, I
0: might have missed it.
2: The important thing is that Dennis Nedry demands double the price like an asshole.
0: This that's- is Gru. What, what? This is Gru. This, this character is Gru from Despicable Me. Stay, stay with me, man. Greg, <laughs> focus!
2: Stay with me, you fucking piece of shit! It's Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park.
0: Oh, that's who you're getting at.
2: Are we talking about the same guy? Oh, Newman. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dodson. some... We got Dodge in here. (laughs) See, no one cares. No one cares. Nice hat. So anyway, out in the parking lot, Gru's chauffeur is unceremoniously murdered by the government. He's murdered by a karate chop. A government karate agent. Is this the same government
0: that shows up at Matthew McConaughey's house in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next
2: Generation? I believe so, yeah.
0: That makes a lot of sense. I think there's
2: a crossover. They're behind the whole Astro Zombie phenomenon. Also, the uh, tiny farmhouse in Texas where people eat each other phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. same government.
0: No, nah, they only ate pizza in that movie.
2: Towards the end of this, they are going to fly a tiny biplane over <laughs> all of our main characters. <laughs> Eventually crash it. Grand finale. I don't want to give too much away. Astro Zombies,
1: 1968.
2: Oh, boy. Yep.
0: So the government took out the chauffeur and the government is sitting in the car. Meanwhile, inside, uh, what were you calling him? What, were, what was Newman's name?
2: Uh, uh uh You didn't say the magic word.
0: Dennis Nedry. And Dennis Nedry decides that he wants double the cost for the tape because he went through a great deal of hard work to get it. Yep. Uh, finally, Bruno Mars agrees. Spanish share agrees and they give him the money, but not after throwing a glass of brandy in his face, like a real piece of shit. Bruno Mars shows off his sweet fucking knife skills. pulling out a switchblade. Yeah. Uh, well, eventually he gets the money. He finishes his brandy. He goes back into the parking lot and clear as day. You can see this car is about to run him over and he just accepts his fate.
2: Oh, he gets Matthew Broderick by this fucking government agent. Yes, and, he uh, does. Just like that. Dennis Nedry is no more. Nope. That's what you get for trying to double cross Doctor DeMarco.
0: Have, we're double cross Spanish. I, I'm really confused on. I don't even. Who he I, was.
2: Honestly, I don't even know who was behind his murder. Yeah, he was
0: betrayed by somebody, and he was killed by somebody. That's all Greg and I could tell you guys. He's dead. And more importantly, nobody cares. Yeah, I don't care. I certainly no. don't care. It's been 15 minutes, and I haven't seen any tits. I checked out 20 minutes ago. Uh-huh.
2: So let's go back to Rasputin. Ever the loyal servant, now has the corpse of Mr. Nedry on a gurney.
0: It just dawned on me, Greg. Were they calling him Dr. DeMarco as kind of a play on Dr. Demento?
2: woo 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 Wind up your radio. Westwood One presents the Dr. Demento show.
0: Okay. Don't give a shit.
2: But it turns out, Nedry was murdered by the agents of the infamous Dr. DeMarco. So I guess that answers all of our previous questions.
0: No, I still have questions.
2: Yeah, right? No, it's it's completely inconclusive.
0: Yeah. I, I was I, trying I, to I piece don't... it
2: together, but uh, still pretty thin. Pretty fucking thin, uh, Ted Michaels.
0: Yeah. Like, that layer of flesh between your pussy hole and your asshole. Oh!
2: You know, I certainly hope that the plotline to apartheid slave women's justice was a little bit more cohesive than this. Jesus Christ. But I doubt it. So, together, Rasputin and Dr. DeMarco use the power of 1960s science to bring Mr. Nedry back to life. With 12,000 volts of electricity. And I just have to say, this takes fucking forever. You were talking about the scenes where the government is just rattling on and on about bullshit. This scene, there is so much dial turning and just fidgeting and random science (sighs) happening. It just does not get to the point. We know where it's going. We know this astro zombie is going to fucking come to life at some point. But it takes what felt like 10 years. Yeah. They drained some Hawaiian punch from his corpse. That doesn't work, so they put his body in an ice cream cooler. Uh, Well, well, they're they're draining the
0: Hawaiian punch from his body. It's like uh, Igor was supposed to keep it in the bucket, but he kept shooting it everywhere all over the room. Kind of like when I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee, my stream goes in three different directions.
2: Well, your issue is that you're uncircumcised. Rasputin's issue is that he has an acute mental disability. Alright,
0: right, so he uncircumcised sprays Kool-Aid all over the room while he's injected with uh, I don't even fucking know what that fluid is. And like you mentioned, he's put into a, a vat That's of a ice Hawaiian cream. Punch. No, what they filled him with.
2: Was it? Why?
0: Oh, the caffeine-free grapefruit beverage. <laughs> Are you a fan of Fresca? What is the last time you enjoyed a nice cold refresh?
2: Alright, so they stuff his ass into the ice cream cooler and Ten goddamn years later, he's still not fucking alive yet. Meanwhile, doctors Porter and Petrovich are fucking around in their lab. Oh. Everyone leaves for the night except for Veronica.
0: Oh, God, who cares?
2: Yeah, not me. No. She's quickly attacked by a drapist in a rubber mask. AKA yeah, an astrozone. Okay, yeah, he
0: forcefully rips her top off. Uh huh. To reveal another top, and mm-hmm. then starts stabbing her to death.
2: He stabs the shit out of her for no real reason. I don't like you said. I don't I don't, I don't. I
0: don't. Are they targeted? I don't understand why they're targeting this doctor. It makes no, no fucking sense. I. You think maybe they're programmed to She's do this? She's certainly
2: not an important character to the plot.
0: It's. It's. I really wanted to see some. She boobs wasn't exactly here. in this
2: lab, splitting the atom or curing cancer. Like I don't know why she would be a target by anyone. No,
0: she's, I guess, the equivalent to, like, a vet technician.
2: Yeah, she's an assistant. She wasn't really doing anything.
0: Her death was absolutely meaningless. Alright, so, uh, Greg, what the fuck happens after this broad gets stabbed to death who doesn't
2: show her tits? We cut to a scene of Ziggy Stardust stripping to amateur bongo music under an intense red light. Yeah, and there's like a
0: pan a pan flute is fucking playing, and it's, it's got the makeup on like that fucking somebody-I-used-to-know guy.
2: Just like that, all of my worst nightmares have become real.
0: She has about as much rhythm as a person with two fucking left feet, my
2: friend. A white person with two left feet. Dr. Porter seems to be really enjoying the show, while he gets drunk instead of doing his job for the government. I'm really... St- Just still confused. Are these people at the table doctors
0: or FBI agents or CIA or are they cops? What the fuck,
2: Greg? Best I can tell you, I don't fucking know. Okay, cool. But what I can tell you is that Fedora and Cher kidnap one of the CIA agents.
0: Yeah, there's just some
2: CIA agent running
0: around in a fucking parking lot.
2: Yeah, it's all uh, a mess. Overlapping espionage. Okay. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It, it's like
0: the Spy versus Spy comics, but not as good.
2: Kind of is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spy versus Spy. as she puts a cigarette out on his face and then shoots him with a silenced revolver, which is just like, what the fuck? It, that, that doesn't make
0: a lick of sense to me because you can't silence a revolver because the sound comes out of the sides.
2: There's all kinds of reasons why that's just not possible, but I feel like they just thought that would look cool for the movie. They use the exact same silent shot sound effect for every single bullet. Oh, so, the pew, pew. Yeah, I think they may have just had that on deck. So they're like, we got to silence this gun because we can't afford a real bang noise. She holds the gun on her hip. Can't really aim that way. It's
0: not no, you can't. it doesn't work that way.
2: Mm-mm. So they all get in a shootout in the parking garage as they're trying to leave with the body of this kidnapped CIA agent. Unnamed, unknown. I don't know who this character is. I don't fucking care. But this is where Spanish Cher shoots a second CIA agent into a pool. Yeah,
0: it's it's just really confusing because there's no blood. This and is some she, of the um, only
2: action we get in this whole fucking she movie. She unloads
0: like 12 rounds out of a four-shot revolver.
2: Yeah, and you know what's amazing about this whole scene? Huh. It doesn't involve fucking astro-zombies. And they're not in space! Nope, this is just a bunch of idiots shooting at each other in a fucking motel pool.
0: Yeah, it's like governments versus governments, and they're all made-up governments. None of this fucking makes sense. I don't care about any of this. I, I And also, I can't tell who the fuck is who, because this is clearly shot at, like, 8 p.m. in the middle of August, so it's, like, dusk. It's that weird, like... When you're driving at night around that time and you can't tell where you are and what's going on. and oh, None of the
2: lighting is consistent. This is fucking terrible. You know what? I'm starting to think that this is a bad movie. Yeah, thanks a lot, Glenn. Who'd I do uh. this for? Hey, me or you? Ah, Danzig, you fucked me again. With just a touch of my burning head, I'll live my life to destroy your world. Next up, we got Dr. DeMarco, and he's fucking around in his lab. I don't care about any of this. He's building a clock or something. <laughs> fucking rasputin has a scantily clad damsel strapped to the table who knows where she came from i, where, wh- I, from I thought that i honestly she looks just like spanish
0: share yeah kind of and i was really confused by this i was like how the fuck did spanish share get here i understand this movie is very poorly poorly edited huh? and she is also wearing the stiffest bra i have ever seen it was like two boners holding up a set of tits
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. A bunch of.
0: I know it was. I took the words right out of your mouth. It must have been when you were kissing me. I
2: remember everything.
0: I love you so much, love Come back
2: to us. So the government and Porter are discussing their dossier on Dr. DeMarco again. They call in Dr. Petrovich because he's their fucking guy, right? Uh, Who the hoping... fuck is Dr. Petrovich? And it's never really explained. He's just the dude with the beard, so that's how you know he knows. Oh, him. that fucking guy. Yeah, so they assume that he can identify their new victim. And uh-huh. They come to the conclusion that there may be an Astro Man or Astro Men walking among them. It's time not- not- whatever. And DeMarco is the guy to blame oh god damn so it now we're to, I, this right back is to the, where we fucking started like i think they fucking came to this conclusion half an hour ago i'm sick of this shit you know what i'm happy i am so fucking happy
0: i've that never actor, been happy i know you haven't greg your blood pressure is just out of control take your fucking meds put that fucking beer down uh, uh, i'm
2: blackening as we
0: speak just like wendell cory who died right after this movie because he drank himself to fucking death. Just like the way I'm about to drink myself to fucking death reviewing this fucking movie.
2: This movie uh, would make anyone want to die.
0: Absolutely. Greg, are you peeing?
2: Maybe just a little. Okay. Now- I literally have no control over that anymore. Astro Zombies! Ah! You made my bladder incontinent! Ah! So next up, we have Cher and Fedora who are listening to a bootleg DeMarco tape. And they, too, surmise that astro-zombies have become a reality. Porter and the government decide that they are going to use Janine, who is DeMarco's former assistant, as astro-bait to lure the zombies in.
0: I like that you said bootleg tape. Uh-huh. And it made me think about how cool it was when in the 90s, like how cool you were to have a bootleg copy of something.
2: I was, wasn't I?
0: I had a bootleg copy of Garage Days. Nice, nice, okay, the so fucking what song was on there
2: yeah and then they kind of ruined it by actually like printing it
0: they said hey let's make some money off of this and cover some more misfit song and some more king diamond and blue oyster cult songs and make them sound terrible
2: and then they made reload which is a masterpiece
0: ah uh, but not before they did whiskey in the jar oh
2: no singing Instead of this review, can we just play... He just looks so fucking mad for that
0: second. <laughs> I got pissed, man. I'm sorry. <sighs> because I gotta go back to
2: reviewing this fucking movie. I'm trying to sidetrack us. It is terrible. So Porter tells Janine to look busy. Do something science-like while the men do real work over in the other room.
0: Yeah, and that's where Ginger is looking into a fucking test tube for uh, Not a test tube, a microscope... Yep. For what feels like a fucking
2: eternity. She pretends she knows what she's looking at through this microscope. I don't know, like 15 years. Then just kind of sits there until in walks. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, not an
0: astro zombie.
2: Nope, it is CIA agent slash doctor slash scientist slash cop, Mr. Porter. Who should have been James Caan. And he's like, come on, Toots, I'll drive you home. She invites him inside and he coyly obliges, but realizes the power has gone out.
0: I got a real issue with this scene. They were using her as bait to lure in the astro zombie. Yep. At where she worked at in this shitty little doctor's office. Who showed up instead? Glenn Danzig, of course.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's go back to your place where there is no power. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Toots? You just stay here in your place where there's no power, even though there's power in the surrounding area. I'll go outside and I'll fuck with the fuses because I'm a man.
2: Also, quick question. Yes. Why is there no power? Because Astro Zombies are smart. Did it just kind of happen? Like, did, it, did somebody sabotage the power? Or did it, it was it just out for no reason? Or? Yeah, the Astro Zombie cut the power, clearly. Did he? Probably. I don't fucking know. I probably missed that part. Phased out for that.
0: Whoa! Uh-huh. Yeah, so this is going on. Dr. James Conn, scientist, cop guy, is outside fucking around with the fuse box, while inside, poor Ginger is being attacked by a rapist.
2: Yeah, she strips down in anticipation of Porter fixing the electricity, and she's ready to reward him for a job well done. Instead, we get uh, another Astro Man, and this is supposed to be a uh, exciting thrill ride of an attack scene, but really, it just kind of sucks. It's a mess. They struggle on the bed for a few minutes until Porter busts in, fucks up half the room, but somehow manages to scare the zombie off.
0: He knocked off his battery pack. Apparently the Astro Zombies have battery packs. So the Astro Zombie grabbed a flashlight Mm -hmm. and puts it on his head like, hey, look at me, I'm Dildo Head. Or like, hey, I'm the last unicorn. Or like, hey, look at me, I'm from Legend. Well, yeah, because and... you, uh,
2: you remember back in the 80s when you had the, uh, the Sony Walkman? When the batteries fell out, you could just grab a flashlight and hold it up to it, and it would still work. Like, that was a, that was a real thing that we could do.
0: Are you fucking serious?
2: You never tried that? No. Yeah, you just have to, like, run down the street with a flashlight held closely to your uh, electronic device, and it would work. It would power it. Are you serious? This is the logic that this film is uh, abiding by, and it makes perfect sense. Because Ted V. Michaels is a fucking genius. So the
0: Astro Zombie goes running out in the middle of the night, holding a flashlight to its head. Yep. But then it cuts back to the apartment where Ginger and Doctor Who Gives a Fuck is in. And then it goes back to the Astro Zombie running. And it's yep. clearly like noon. No uh, continuity. It,
2: Porter calls the government and he tells him that he fought the zombie and he knocked off its power source in the struggle. They were like, all right, good job, Porter. Glad we fucking hired you as a doctor scientist cop. The Astro Man is fleeing down the street. He's holding the flashlight on his head like a fucking idiot. Total asshole. He's on That's his way back to DeMarco's shit. lab because I guess he, like, he's like he got, like, a tracking chip in him or something that makes him just kind of come back when he needs a power-up.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like any of this
2: works. I don't know, like, E.T. and Robocop fucking combined together or something like that. Something like that. Fedora and Cher dicking around with some kind of a transmitter. It shows them where DeMarco's lab is. Long story short, they fucking go there in a car. Their crony betrays them. They got another guy with them. Who knows what his fucking name is. Who is cares? that the guy that ran over the other guy? Probably. Yeah, he uh, was like a
0: white Shug Knight.
2: But nobody cares who he is because he's inconsequential with the whole plot. He Fedora gets pops out his switchblade and stabs the shit out of him because that's what happens when you fucking defy Fedora. Way to go, guy. Um, also, I love that
0: Fedora, is, his sweet knife moves is tossing it from hand to hand the same way Sigourney Weaver did with the basketball behind Ron Perlman's head. Yeah. Making it seem like it was a slick-ass move.
2: Well, have you ever tried to do that? You know, just toss a knife from one hand to another? Is that as easy as it looks? No, it is. Oh, is it? I've never done it. I'm, I'm actually really asking you.
0: No, it's super easy.
2: You've tossed knives from hand to hand and, uh like behind your back? looking
0: forward. Literally all the time. And, and no, Fedora did not toss it behind his back. He's not Mr. Perfect. I am going to sink a
2: 40-foot putt to show you people that I am perfect in every way. Oh. Okay. Yep. Well. Oh, fuck this movie. So, guy who nobody fucking learned his name is dead. We're back to DeMarco's lab with Rasputin. He is preparing to transfer more Hawaiian punch From his female captive to another unconscious astro man. And this is where Kung Fu
0: Legend Continues' father says, Hey, I got more important shit over here. Your experiments could wait. So I... I... Is this
2: this one Dennis Nedry? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, so this whole fucking movie, the entire culmination of this plot, this is like the climax. They're like, we're finally going to bring this asshole character back to life, which nobody cares about any of this. Supposedly, this is supposed to be, like, you know, a climactic scene. DeMarco yeah. pretends to do science with an electric bread knife for a couple of minutes, when Cher and Fedora bust in on the scene, guns in hand. It's
0: a very confusing scene.
2: Yeah, it sucks. Turns out, they want to steal his research. That was their goal the entire fucking time. Uh, they want to use his astro-zombie notes for their own benefit, but before they could get too far with that, the original astro-man crashes the party. Oh yeah, the
0: one that is apparently a serial killer.
2: Yeah, but the, he and looks he's indistinguishable a... from the new Astro Man. They're they're wearing the same mask,
0: and they have the same outfit on, which is green pants and a black pea coat. That's a classic look, right? Yeah, great look.
2: Finally, Porter and the government also show up with a bunch of soldiers and cops, soldier scientists, cop doctors, the whole team. This part is actually hilarious because the backdrop yeah, just keeps because changing. Astro.
0: As, oh my god! It keeps fucking changing. And while this is going on, Astro Man charges up in a fucking uh, a, a Tesla power up pack. Who fucking yep. knows? It's an he goes out
2: assault out. on the Astro Lab.
0: Oh yeah, he goes outside with a machete and uh-huh. he starts the machete all these fucking cops in the face. Uh, he attacks Ginger, uh, who gets attacked by uh, oh oh no! That's where Doctor Doctor Demento G- Caradine. What what? DeMarco. Sure. This shuts off some kind of power supply, and as he's doing it, Spanish Sharer is like, no, you can't do this. Yeah, she she pew her
2: silenced revolver at Porter while Fedora's knife bites Rasputin. Astro Man's chopping everyone with the machete at this point. Fedora gets ventilated by the government in uh, the backyard of someone's fucking California mansion. Uh, While Astro Man chops the shit out of some extras before getting killed. Cher tries to command the new Astro Man like her own personal fucking servants, but gets crammed into a circuit breaker instead. She's fucked. Some other things happen. Bunch of toy robots dance around and fall over. This is the fucking end of the movie. Holy shit. I am so tired of fucking Astro Zombies from 1968. <laughs> if I ever meet Ted V. Michaels...
0: I will literally fuck him to death, but at the same time, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have the greatest misfit song ever. Fuck you, uh,
2: Ted. Thank you, Glenn. Oh
0: my god. Astro Zombies had one set of tits in it, and they were covered in body paint. All the fucking scenes are shot longer than they should be. The dialogue makes no sense. The story makes no the sense. The di- I remember the boobs because it was the only part worth fucking caring about. The dialogue doesn't make a lick of fucking sense It doesn't make a lick of sense that The Astro Zombies are just two fucking assholes In fucking Megadeth leather mask you know, That's uh, what they should
2: have called this movie Two fucking assholes
0: Two fucking assholes Running around with fucking gardening tools and machetes and You know what, that's killing... what we should have
2: called our podcast Two fucking assholes
0: It's not too late Can we rebrand? Hey everybody,
2: we're two fucking two assholes Two fucking assholes
0: Uh I'm Micah, and over
2: there is Greg. I'm in Buffalo. How do you feel about Astro Zombies 1968?
0: (laughs) One out of five scaries. This might be the worst movie we've ever reviewed out of 70 fucking episodes. 70 episodes. I know one of them we had a repeat. Out of 69 reviews, this is absolutely the worst. I'm happy that. Fuck, no, I'm not happy. I was going to say I'm happy that I finally watched Astro Zombies. Yeah. I'm, but I'm not happy because it's an hour and a half of my life that I'll never fucking get back. Actually, it's more than that because it took me two fucking days to watch this goddamn fucking piece of celluloid shit! Oh, that's uh, tragic? I didn't even fucking pirate this movie. Nope. I spent two fucking bucks on it me too. on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I an asshole. That. Who fucking gets this money? Jeff Bezos? Fuck him. Fuck everyone involved in this movie.
2: This should I'm be glad. public domain. Like this is, this movie is terrible enough that it should be public domain at this point. You no, know, burn it. Burn every
0: fucking copy of this movie. It's yep. absolute fucking shit. This Bad might effects. be the worst.
2: There's no plot.
0: There's uh, no the, gore.
2: The acting is terrible. None of it makes Awful. sense. Half the cast is uh, is hammered. Most of the runtime of this film is just shitty dialogue, it's just uninteresting. You just lose interest in a matter of seconds, and you're just waiting. Like, there's a lot of waiting for something to happen in this film. And when something does finally happen, it's a guy in a rubber mask clumsily flopping all over a woman whose tits are not visible, which, to me, makes this a horrible horror film. Maybe I just have this vision in my head of what makes a good movie. And maybe that vision is, uh, you know, incorrect, or maybe it's irresponsible, or maybe it's just not in line with what, uh, Ted Michaels thinks a movie should be. But, uh, Astro Zombies
1: 1968.
2: Oh, easily, easily the worst film that we've ever reviewed on this show. Without a doubt, still our best episode, but reluctantly, remorsefully, I give this a very, very regretful 5 out of 5.
0: That's that's fair, Greg.
2: Is it? Oh
0: fuck. Things that are better than watching Astro Zombies. All right? Eating glass. Stubbing your toe. Punching yourself in the dick. Masturbating with a cheese grater. Licking a dirty window. Pouring hot coffee in your eyeballs.
2: Oatmeal with too much salt in it.
0: Getting raped by Tom Jones in a Piggly Wiggly.
2: Okay. This movie's like drinking a warm beer. Oh, God.
0: No, it, this movie is drinking a microwaved Coors Light. Oh, God. I grew up with my grandparents. I was very close with them. I remember towards the end of my grandfather's life, the dementia was so bad that he, he balled up his fists and he took a swing at me because he thought I was his boss uh, at the Erie Forge. That moment of my life was better than watching Astro Zombies.
2: <laughs> oh, that's depressing. Yeah. The Alzheimer's made your grandfather attack you uh, <laughs> and you'd rather experience that again than watch the Dude, 1968 watch Ted Zombies. Michaels classic Astro Zombies I don't know if I can bring this episode back from that and in spite of the fact that it is our best episode, uh, why don't we just go with this, uh, you motherfuckers love each other
0: Hey, care for each other
2: But most importantly keep
0: Spooky. Okay, next week we promise you that we will be back in space. Can we just play the Misfits Astro Zombies for the rest of this review?
2: Oh, okay.
1: Damn, that's scary.
0: Movies are really important to me, Greg. Hakuna Matata. Well, we botched it.